You're listening to the Anything Goes podcast. My name is Morgan Richards. And my name is Anna Richards. We are the husband and wife duo in business together who plan on bringing you conversations and inspirations each and every episode. Our mission is not just to motivate and inspire you, it's to push boundaries and challenge the status quo. We aim to bring you humor, depth, differing of opinions and more. But one thing we can promise you is this is the podcast where anything goes. Let's go. Network marketing. We're doing it. Why network marketing? Woo! Why now? Uh, this is a touchy to- topic for a lot of people, right? Spicy. And it's a hot button issue. And it's funny because the people who I often see that are often the most vocal about it are the least informed. 100%. And we decided to do this. And I know when we started this podcast, I think a lot of people were expecting us to do this particular topic all the time. Mm-hmm. Or at least m- more regularly than one. I think it was the second one we ever did. Yeah, it was the second or third one podcast we've, we ever did and it yeah. was myth-busting network marketing. We did introduction, like get, letting people get to know us and I think the second one was the second one we did. Yeah, myth, myth-busting network marketing. Yeah. Which we've had phenomenal feedback on and interestingly this week a the next podcast that drops is an incredible conversation that I had with four of our leaders, female leaders in the team. Freshies. Freshies, Alila, Kate, Sarah and Steph. Don't give too much away. Oh, I'm not going <laughs> to, but it, that's, that's next. And I said to Morgan, fuck it, let's do a week in network marketing. I want to, I need to have this conversation this week um, because I think it's so powerful that we have this conversation as well before that episode drops, but also to speak to your point of it's so funny because it is a hot topic and a spicy, I say spicy, uh, debate of conversation, but it's, you know, and it's, yes, it's the people that are least informed and it's funny because the ones that are the most successful like ourselves are the most silent, Yeah, but not anymore. We were like, let's do an episode, let's sit down, let's have some fun. Yeah, and to be fair, someone left a review on our podcast as well. This was also, yeah. I I can't, look, I'm going to paraphrase here, but it was something about, um, you know. I've got it up here. Okay, was it? it Snake, so they left a review. Morgan was like, this is is like a political hater. Because it was the week I was really. Or or someone from Perth that we went to high school with. Yeah, 100%. (laughs) So they left a one-star review, Snake Oil. Snake Oik 1990, snake oil salesman of the highest order, multi-level aka pyramid selling scum. So this episode is brought to you by our... Snake Oik. Snake oil. Was <laughs> it Snake Oik? Snake Oik anyway, 1990. The, the point is this podcast has never been about that. So I found it interesting that mm-hmm. I was like, that's what you want to say about our podcast? Well, that's, it, well let's do it then. Let's talk about it. Exactly. We were <laughs> like, oh, Snake Oik, we'll give you something to actually leave a review on. So yeah. let's talk about it. Okay. So why I said to Morgzy though, I really want to sit down and have this conversation because we haven't in a long time, we, like we've done one other episode on it when we busted myths, which was specific to myth. So we're not going to go into that. If you are someone, however, that is a brand new listener and you kind of have been trying to figure out what we do or how we do it, or you have preconceptions or misconceptions or concerns about network marketing and it's still like a, oh, I can't believe they say that name even, go back and listen to that podcast because we do go quite comprehensively into the biggest misconceptions of it. Like yeah, and we don't hit them all, but... It is a, yeah, the big ones. Like yeah. it's a pyramid scheme. All the people at the top make all the money. All that sort of stuff. Yeah, we go through all of that and we literally give you – we break it down as to why that is a literal myth. So, yeah, yeah. And we're also very we- real. We talk about how 
There are so many shit people out there (laughs) and there are so many shit companies out there just like there's so many shit mechanics out there and shit doctors out there and yet here we are not writing that whole profession off. Yeah. So, but why I wanted to sit down, (laughs) I keep starting with this, is I said to Morgan and in fact I've been saying this to Morgan literally every day at the moment, is that being in 2021 with evidence comprehensively now of the last year having occurred where people had jobs and incomes ripped away from them overnight and a reliance on the government income that came to them, grateful for that, for federal assistance, for those that needed it. But I just said how more than ever a side hustle or as a supplementary income, not a full-time income, mm. not like go out... A little sum-sum on the side. A little sum-sum on the side. Just knowing that there is an option there for you... Yeah. ...is not a necessity anymore. No, it's not a desire anymore. It is a necessity. Yeah. And I keep saying to Morgan, like, more than ever, I want to look women in the eye and just say there is just no better option truly I believe than network marketing now we should actually do a whole podcast we're actually we're gonna do a whole podcast because it's not this one on what to look for yeah yeah let's do that we'll do that next week but what to look or soon but what to I look think we for. said that exact same thing I know I just realized <laughs> I'm sorry but it's you know it's important that we do because this mm. is yeah so what to look for when you are going to join a network marketing company because yeah. it so matters it yeah. so matters um but Yeah, 2020 and 2021 and now beyond, it has been proven without reasonable doubt that you are a commodity as an employee and you need to take sovereignty and ownership of some other form of income. Commodities have value. Okay, so you're not... (laughs) I think no, what you're, you're trying to say, I think we're trying to say is the opposite of that. Yeah. That in a that in a company that, you're disposable. Yeah. That's the one. You're yeah. disposable to a, yeah, to a like, company. Yeah, Sadly. I, yeah. So yeah, all right. So and I truly believe that network marketing is the greatest profession. It just is on yeah. the planet. So did you want to go into Well, I think to be fair as well, for you, it's it like and, and for a lot of people, it definitely is a great um a profession and certainly an industry to look at. But again, there's some things that and again, you're right. The more I think about this, the more we probably need to do a podcast that explains it because there's some things that you can look for before you even join. Um, forgetting the product and the person, like the organisation and all that sort of thing, I think that's really important because I think that's where a lot of the bad experiences can come from too. You join the wrong company, you join the wrong team, you join the wrong person, you don't like, you know, the product's not in alignment but you've just heard someone's great story, right? Mm-hmm. And so um, I think it definitely can be a great opportunity for a lot of people mm-hmm. but the there's some things that you've got to look for, for sure. Absolutely. Now, I want to go through some statistics so you all know why, as a female, I stand behind this so freaking strongly about women empowerment. And the one that really got me, I know, several years ago. So as of next month, so March the 16th, is when I joined Network Marketing. Now, I said yes to Network Marketing. I haven't even ever done my story, but I think we touched on it quickly in the first podcast. But... I said yes for product. I knew exactly what I was getting into though because the complete stranger who's my best friend drew the compensation plan, which is how you earn income in network marketing. But you're also extremely open-minded. I'm very open-minded. So if it was me, if if I was making the decision, it wouldn't have happened. 
100 Because I would have shut it down. Well, we actually, we did go into that to, story. Yeah. Go back because Morgan was like, he tells his it. story of how sceptical and asshole yeah. he was. But I, the comp plan got drawn for me and it made sense. I went, huh, how generous, how genius. I'm in regardless because I want the products and I fell in love with the products. But I absolutely had that business mindset from the get-go. And the moment that I felt the products work, I got to work selling them. So, and that was eight years ago and I've yeah. never – almost and, I, and I'll never stop. Now, what I loved when I initially looked into this because I obviously walked in the door again. We tell this story. Morgzy was super sceptical, thought I'd lost my mind, called it a pyramid scheme, called it any objection you think you've heard or you have – Morgzy had. Hmm. So I walked into my office. I quickly looked up some statistics like I've got right in front of me still today and it's only gotten better. So when I looked at network marketing, I was like, well, what is it? I hadn't heard of it before. And the moment that I researched it and understood immediately that it's a profession just like other professions. So um, medical industry is it all. You can call it an industry or profession. A profession, I call it profession. would be like a real estate agent. A real, well, real estate is a profession. Real estate's an um, industry. Real estate's an industry. Real estate, real estate agent is the profession. Okay, well, there you go. Yeah. Right? Property developer. But whatever. same thing, right? In the sense, yeah. I'm just saying, like, there's reputable, phenomenal professions and industries out there. We're a part of one, being a part of network marketing. Yeah. But what I loved was, A, how profitable it was... And I know the statistics out there are 1% of people at the – you have to – to earn money, you have to be the 1% of the um, distribu- distributor in the company. It's, it turns, and it's yeah. just – like for me because they take – anyway, we could literally rip that whole thing apart in our own team alone. Like we, we fuck those industry numbers in our own little but big team ourselves. Hmm. It's just not the case. So – uh, they, I know they have to do that and they take... I, I, but again, we talked about all that in the other one. I talked about distribution of income. And if people want want to make sure that everybody earns exactly the same and it's all equal, then you've got to talk about like equal effort, right? Because if you want mm-hmm. in- income just to be distributed equally just for showing up, go to North Korea. See how that works, <laughs> right? <laughs> but people you forget that. You get a golden that. star. Yeah, that, yeah, well. Yeah. But what I loved is that... And I mean, this eight years ago, I don't even know. I think it was maybe probably worth about 120. I'm not exactly sure. Yeah. 130 billion dollars a year. Yeah. So then I'm looking at the um, the sporting industry. Then I'm looking at the music industry. I'm looking at all the other industries, and it doesn't come close. Not within a whisker mm. of network marketing, the earning profitability. Then so I was like, wow. Here is a giant of a profession, one of the biggest, highest paid professions in the world. And I just joined it and I was like, oh my God, this is phenomenal. And then, and I've got all the statistics in front of me still, it's only grown. So by the end of last year, it touched $200 billion a year. That's in gross revenue. That's in gross revenue across the entire profession. So every company within the network marketing industry. $200 $200 million, though, of that money gets paid out a day. In compensation. In, co- in compensation. I don't know so the word com- com- This is the thing, compensation. Like, why is it's that? A, it's such an odd. I know. Commission. In, in yeah. commission, in business money, in, yeah, in commission. Yeah. And I, st- I remember when I heard those stats, I was like, and I researched those stats, and I still stay plugged into those stats. I'm just like, yes, of course, I am going to join a fast-growing, highly profitable 
unstoppable giant of a profession that I can earn a piece of the pie of $200 million a day from with minimal to low risk. And I think that's the problem in network marketing. The problem is that your join cost is so low if you want to look at the business. I know in our company it's $25 to set up the business side. And you have in our company, not all companies and compensation plans or commission plans are created equally, but you have an uncapped and infinite earning Potential. Potential. There's no top in our company. Mm. You can you just you just can earn until you keep earning. So for me, I look at that and go, okay, so I have to pay $25 to start a business, which I did and do, and I have an infinite earning potential, yeah. which I consistently work and put effort towards doing, and we live abundantly because of it. And that's the risk. Yeah. That's th- the risk. That's it. And the problem I think is that. Women come in, I speak, I coach women, work with women, so I'm saying women. Women come in, but people come in and pay $25, say, in our company and don't do the work. Mm. They put on the Netflix, they post and pray, they just kind of like, because they want it, but then it's like there's no skin in the game. They are beautiful customers and they'll always be beautiful customers. And then they're like, oh, it doesn't work. Yeah, I think what I notice with people is that they like you said that the income earning potential is uncapped, and 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 it is right. And I know there's some other companies that are similar similar as well, but really the cap on it is is your level of competence, and your and and, effort. yeah, and your ability to brand and market and do all the things that you do so amazingly, right? Um, a lot of people, there's the same. My dad used to say that it's like we all rise to our own level of incompetence, <laughs> meaning that you'll get to a certain level, uh, even in your own job, right? You, If you find that you're working for an organisation and you're stuck and you just can't get past that, it's probably because there's something you don't know or you haven't learned or you haven't developed, right? Or you are capped. I was or you are capped as well. You, there maybe there's a, there's a barrier to, like that's what like I was like when I worked in Ock Health and Safety. I yeah, there's nowhere for me to go. Um, so I think a lot of the time is that, and, and people hear the, the big stories and those are all great and wonderful, but they don't stick around long enough to develop themselves and mm-hmm. to develop some others as well. And it takes time. That's the thing. Actually, yeah, I want to stay here because I, those four incredible women that are coming, their stories and that they were all, three out of four of them were super anti-network marketing and they yeah. tell their story. Most people that come in and do well are in the beginning. I know. But they're just like, I just want to try the products. And that was them. Yeah. So, and on all of the, uh, three out of four of their calls, so Alila was just a unicorn. You, yeah. You'll get, I, I was a unicorn. You'll get yeah. a unicorn once in every six, seven years in network marketing who yeah. just comes in, gets it, wants it, goes. Like, you just can't stop them. You can't, um, there's, you know, they just go. They're rock stars. And then, but so Kate, so that was Alila, so I want to honour her. And then Kate, Sarah and Steph were, I remember doing the calls with them and they were like, do not, I don't want to talk about the business. Yeah. Like I just want to be a customer and I was like, park it. Yeah, I was was the same. 100%. (laughs) I was like, let it just be about the product then. In fact, that's 95% of the sisterhood. They're just beautiful, happy customers. But that was so adamant. It was like. I do not want to do the business. I don't, I hate network marketing. I was like, I completely understand. Yeah. Don't stress. Let it be, just be a quiet little customer. You know, I'll love you and support you. Anyway, fast forward a couple of months, completely transform their health, completely transform their body, completely transform their energy. They look amazing. They feel amazing. It's ridiculous. And then they're like, 
I need to share this with everyone, which is not always the case as well. Yeah. Lots of women remain just happy, beautiful customers, which is the life force of your business. But where was I going with that network? Oh, but we talked and we didn't go into it enough on that podcast. I, I said to these girls, managing expectations, when they then started to look at the business, and I, you can talk about this, but it's, it takes work. It's hard work. No, yeah. I always say, sorry, I don't think it's hard work, but you have to work hard. Yeah. 100%. It is a biz. Look, it depends. These girls are turning it into a business. It's not like a cute side hustle for them. They are like marketing campaigns, showing up every day, getting on calls, doing Zooms, like phenomenal. Mm. Women that are just like, this is really fun. I feel amazing. A couple of friends have asked. A couple of hundred bucks here and there. A couple of hundred dollars. Yeah, probably three, four hundred dollars a month. These, so Kate Alilis, Sarah Steph, they like want the money. They want a couple of grand a week. So that's going to take work. Yeah. And I think that's the other thing that, is missed in network marketing. I think women get in or people get in and they think that... People sell them a hype story. Yes. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. How would you like to be your own boss, work from home, pick your own hours and earn an unlimited income? Which, by the way... All of that's possible. It takes work. Yeah, all of that's possible. But on the flip side of that is like... There's, there's, it's going to take some time. There's going to be some yeah. work and there's going to be some sacrifices that need to be made and people are going to judge you and make fun of you and, and mm-hmm. not understand and those sorts of things. But I think the thing as well is I think whether you, if you go and start a bricks and mortar business or an online business, you're going to have that anyway. And in fact, if most of you went and started a bricks and mortar business or an online business, 95% of you are going to fail. Mm-hmm. And not just fail, fail spectacularly because you're going to have to put up some money to get a loan to get some finance to get started. Because mm-hmm. it might, you know, what's it going to cost you? At least 50 grand for a lot of things, right? Well, we're looking, we're, we're looking at a something. potential, yeah, potential little investment. Yeah. Something, something. Um, and I was running the numbers with Morgs the other day and I said, you know, if we do this, which I'm super, you know, we'll see, but I said, and it's bricks and mortar. I said, you know, we won't see a return. It's cash for us. But I said, ultimately, you wouldn't even earn that back. So well, your initial it. return yeah. within three years. Yeah. Now we're marketing. I was earning profit my first week. Yeah. This is what I want it's women. Poten- to- it's it's possible. It, that's the potential, right? Yeah. Because yeah. I put the work in straight well, away. Because the upfront costs are so low as well. But that, I mean, that does not change across right. the board. Yeah. So, yes. So I could go and invest 70 to 100 grand to freaking three quarters of a million well, actually yeah. we're going to get our friends on who were franchisees for two decades i think yeah. almost um and i know their last franchisee company was three quarters of a million dollars so that they to, invested to yeah. buy it um so you can do that mm. and end up working your ass off phenomenal but eventually earn a profit or not or with network marketing and this is what i want you to understand if you're listening to this here is this beautiful generous genius ethical business model when done right so right company right products right team are the three core things i would say right right founders we will do a podcast on this yeah and eat the product get your story it has to be authentic and then share those products low to no risk you got to do the work right of course but earn a profit immediately. Yeah. Because anything you then earn, if it's consumable, that's another big thing we always say, yeah. like make sure it's consumable. Yeah. Um, but anything that you then earn is a profit, literally. So that's what I want to change the perspective of is A, educate people on what freaking network marketing is. It is a respectable, 
ethical, brilliant, genius, generous profession. Provided you find the right company, the right team and the right person to work with. Of course. There's three big caveats. Big. But it's the same. Like This is what I always say. Same as a doctor. I remember we both had a doctor back in Rostrada, Willerton. He was the guy that you knew you could walk into. I can't remember his name. We actually don't say, don't say it. No, but he, he's retired now. But he was a quack, right? You could walk in, literally be like, oh, I need blah. And he'd be like, okay, and give it to you. That's not what was not my experience, but anyway. That was my experience. Well, so he was a quack, but you could literally. Probably just wanted to get rid of you. It probably. But <laughs> there, I'm saying there's bad eggs, there's bad companies, there's bad experiences in every single profession. It is no different in network marketing. But I feel like at the moment, and we wanted to give a voice to this as well, it has become this like clickbaity, spicy thing for, and I do this very like in inverted commas, for influencers oh, yeah, and other draw, yeah. podcasters who yeah. have honestly absolutely no idea yeah. to put it down because, and let it, I need this on the mic as well. I actually did an episode, I got interviewed for Rebecca Neal's podcast the other day and I said it, but 90% of the comments on these influencers' um, stories when they put a, a post up are from network marketers going in to defend yeah. their company or the profession. Stop it. And they feed off it. Stop it. Right. You boost. Their, they do it for the clickbait. Yeah. They know that it's one of the most spiciest clickbaity topics that they can literally talk about. They have no fucking idea ever and the reason why it is so spicy and clickbaity and all that sort of stuff is because people love it and they hate it and the yeah, people so the people divided. that hate it they're gonna it's just all about for, for those sorts of people you influ- which is a terrible name because well, you're not influencing anything you're like a second-rate salesman like what they're shills morgan if you don't know what a shill is look it up just look it up and you go oh that's 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 an instagram influencer i'm gonna begging, actually read it begging, out because morgan for discount codes okay so a shill is morgan calls influencers shills they right are. they are they're an accomplice of a confidence trickster or swindler who poses as a genuine customer to entice or encourage others. Mm. And this is my problem that I always say to morgues. So Michael Brunelli is a brilliant example. And I'm naming and shaming because I said I was going to do this podcast for six months, I think. Michael Brunelli is one of the worst who I is feel. He? He's a... The people that I know that are listening. Oh, who is he? he this is very auditorial, ma- this podcast. Married at first sight. <laughs> okay. And I'm sure he's honestly probably a lovely guy. But he is an influencer. I'm doing that in freaking inverted commas. And about six months ago, he put a post up about a couple of companies. It wasn't just ours. Mm. And which, by the way, ours is Isogenics. So like when I don't say the name, I'm not trying to be weird. Yeah. Um, it's just that if people want to share this, I don't want them to. Do you know what I mean? If you're in another company or whatever it is, yeah, you like that's like, exactly yeah, right. right. We always want, especially to be on fair. the podcast, hundred percent. Right. But I just, I also know that's such a big but again, thing. Yeah, I know, but we addressed that in the other one yeah. too. Yeah, go back and listen to the first yeah. one. Michael Brunelli, great example. So he puts a post up about a couple of companies, and and it went viral. Went completely viral. It was negative towards network marketing. It was like pyramid scheme. You're like bullshit products. Rah yeah. rah rah rah. Now. Never once has this guy tried the products. He ha- understands nothing, nothing about the profession because if he did, he c- couldn't open his mouth and call it a pyramid scheme. Yeah. And a couple of other things. One of my beautiful new girls had commented and she'd come to me and she's like, Anna, you know, like was a bit upset by it. And I said, so I commented back publicly. I've got it all here, all the screenshots, right? This is a big thing. And I said, I was always going to speak to it. But so I comment back to her and I said, Kate, Morgs has always called this guy a shill. 
Lovely guy who I follow, but Morgs always laughs when he hears him or Martha promoting every single product sent to them from every single company. So then them, so then he turns around and puts down products from a company that reps, like myself, yes, promote. You know, like he and Martha do all day, every day, nonstop for every product. To be fair, those those two, I'm just going to, I don't really care, I don't know, I don't really care, but it's like they will sell Coke and Pepsi to their own mother in the same week if there's a discount code in it for them. 100%. You know, that's referral code, whatever, right? 100%. So I said they can call what they do whatever they want, but them marketing a product that let's say for argument's sake have they have used to their followers is then and then buy with a discount code is network marketing. It's marketing a product direct to a consumer with a discount code that they earn money off every time someone then uses that discount code. I saw his post yesterday and laughed because A, influencers that do posts like this know it's the most bite back kind of post they'll ever get Um, and B, because Martha and this guy are actually the king and queen of network marketing. They just aren't equipped enough in a business sense to see it yet. Now, this guy has hundreds of thousands of followers. I posted that in response to my girlfriend. He then immediately messages me. I've got all the screenshots up in front of me. He then immediately messages and says, happy to jump on a podcast to, de- to debate isogenics with you. Let me know. And I messaged back and I was like, yep, awesome, super keen, would love that, etc." And then he responds, this is what we can talk about. So this, I can't see A blog it. article. It was a blog article, that's right. And I said, absolutely happy to talk about that for sure. And the eight other independent clinical research articles. In fact, I'm going to go you one better. He wanted to talk about, he wanted to talk about the science. He wanted to talk about the science. So I was like, brilliant, let's talk about the science. Then I said, I can even try and offer up, so I was going to see, to get our Harvard PhD graduate chief science officer, Dr. Plant, who can answer any questions you have. If you as a PT, that was a passive-aggressive dig. No disrespect to PTs. No, not at all. But I'm like a PT that's done a six-week. Can I just say that like with PTs, like it it is. They are the worst. Well, they can be because it's like. they are. You go to get your Cert 3 in in personal training, right? A lot of it is really focused around, first of all, health and safety, um, Mm -hmm. basic biology and some movement, very little nutrition um, and, you know, how to interact and operate within a franchisee's business. They're the kind of things you learn as a, as Correct. a PT. And, and, and one and of the what, biggest... And th- physicality, so and how to pick up a weight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's like just... Not nutrition. Yeah, and, um, and something... And one of the main things is actually learning when to refer out externally beyond your own level of expertise, ex- expertise to a... Uh, now, I know this because I was a workplace trainer and assessor for a long time, so I know exactly what's within a Cert 3 in personal training, right? Mm-hmm. The thing is, it's the, where personal trainers come unstuck is that they they go in, they get their Cert 3 and they come out thinking they've got a PhD in organic chemistry, right? 100%. It's, it's like getting a first aid uh, certificate and, and thinking, think, you can do. thinking you're a surgeon, uh-huh. right? And people do that, right? 100%. Uh, <laughs> but this guy, so Michael Brunelli, if this is the best example I could give and I'd always said I wanted to talk about it on the potty because he, because long story and I'll, we'll get there, but... So he's then going, so he contacts me after mm. I call out an influencer saying, what you do is in fact network marketing. You are Because network marketing is taking a product direct to the consumer. It is. There's it, but, no marketing cost. But you're, the company that's doing that, whoever he's promoting, understands that. They go, hey, we can sell products through networks of people. It's fantastic. It's, the, it's literally proven yeah. research-wise to be the greatest marketing 
tool on the planet. Yeah, That's word, why of, word of mouth. Word of mouth is the right. best marketing on the planet. So anyway, so I so he wants to talk about the science guys, right? Michael Brunelli yeah. wants to jump on our podcast to debate isogenics with me. I say yes, brilliant, let's go. Then he's like, well, this is what I want to talk about. I said, brilliant, absolutely. I didn't. I said, you don't. If you want to come on our yeah. podcast and debate <laughs> us, this is we set the parameters, not I you. I know, mate. but I didn't care. I was like, brilliant, absolutely. So let me go and get the PhD graduate, like third in his class. Mm. Finished his Harvard degree hey, early. No, no, it's not third his class. He finished top of his class. Top of his, beg your pardon. The point is, the, the, he's not a slash, a slash. This guy's super bright. He's not a PT. He's, right? yeah. he's a Harvard graduate, chief yeah. science officer, scientist. So I'm like, okay, if you want to talk about the science, absolutely. Let me get this guy on the podcast as well. Because yeah. if you want to debate it, let's debate it with the scientist. If you want to talk about network marketing, we, don't, we won't get anyone outside. You want to talk about science, we'll yes. get a scientist. Then he says... No, I'm happy with just you. I was like, so in my head, I'm like, so you don't want to talk about the science and you don't want to talk about network marketing because I'm offering you the very best. Anyway, he goes, I'm actually willing to do an Instagram live on my page with you. We can discuss how you make your money. Hang on a minute. I thought you came to us to be on our podcast. I know, hang on. Now you want to do can, an Instagram no, live. No, remember, can you also bring the people under you, as in my team, um, to chat. We'd love to talk to them about how much money they are making. No, we're not going to put up our Hang people on, to be Listen, ridiculed by your audience. If you're it's keen like, for that and you can pass me the details of at least 10 people you've signed up, uh, then I'm keen. Exposure for you if you prove me wrong. More business, more sign-ups, more money for you. And I said, a few things, Michael, because I'm now confused. You came into my inbox asking me to jump on our podcast to debate the science that you linked me. I said yes, and I'm 100% happy to do this with or without our chief science officer. But now you're saying you don't want that and you don't want to talk about the science. Um, I'm 100% willing and able to give you more than 10 of my girls. They'd be happy to give you their stories and what they've earned from a few hundred a week to one who's earned over a million in six years and all in between. But what I don't need is your exposure nor your business. I run a successful, abundant business, network marketing, without it. Have for seven years, but I'm happy to welcome you on and have a respectful chat on our platform of our podcast as you initially offered and asked for. If you're then happy and we are too, from there, I will go and do an Instagram TV with you. Perfect, he says. Five minutes later, <laughs> I'm blocked. His girlfriend has blocked me and he has deleted my comment off of his Instagram. Mm. Lucky I screenshot all of this before it happened. But this is just what I want you to understand if you're listening to this because I do feel like at the moment, and it happens regularly, over the last eight years for me, this has probably happened two or three times, like our profession generally comes under attack. A couple of podcasters will do a podcast on it because it's quite clickbaity. It They're seeing it, other podcasters get clickbait get, from it. Yeah, they get a massive audience from doing it because yeah. people who are like who like us, like us, but like from our side of the fence, will pile on. Exactly. Those that are anti, they're going to pile on as well. And then they're looking at it, looking at their numbers, going, "Oh, oh this God. is great. This is, I should do more of this, right?" Yeah, you're just proving that they should speak more about it. Yeah. So, but the point is, the moment that one of these people actually is presented the facts and offered a chance to come and have a respectful, cool. proper conversation about anything they want. I'm like, yeah, let's talk about the they money. Run away. Let's yeah. talk about the science. They run away yeah, they because hide. they yeah, don't they care. Like, so, well, and so I, we still want this. If well, anyone I've, listens and they want to come on and chat, if they're of the opposing view and they've done a podcast about it, we still would love that. We've yeah. said forever. Yeah. And it's just a conversation. It's nothing like, yeah. I'm not going to war with each other. Um, but the thing is as well, with a lot of the time it's, it, 
like I've mentioned this before, right, this whole Dunning-Kruger phenomenon. It's not really mm-hmm. a phenom- phenomenon, it's just something that happens, right, is that quite often the people that uh, are the most impassioned are often the least informed and the most vocal, right? And even, look, on our side of the fence too, right, yeah. don't get me wrong, it doesn't, just, it doesn't mean if you're anti-network marketing that this is you, but quite often it's like once people, people in that situation, once they're explained and have it pointed out to them why those those views and those conceptions and those ideas aren't necessarily valid, they often w- will come around um, to seeing or seeing your point of view or they'll just become further entrenched in their own view. Totally. And I think for, from our perspective, we 100% understand where genuine people, like influencers and podcasters do it for the clickbait. Oh, yeah. I don't care what any – they do. They 100% do it for the clickbait. They're not genuinely interested because the moment then that one was offered – the greatest platform to come and talk about it, he said no. Yeah. So it's just so funny to me. But generally speaking, the people that I speak to, like my girls or um, people that I meet at at networking events or when I'm out and about, and I'm proud to be a network marketer Mm. and I'll say I'm a network marketer, they go, oh, wow, you know, gosh, um, oh, isn't that a pyramid? And they don't understand. And I said, you know, interesting. You think that, can you explain what what that means to you? So when they that those kinds of intellectual respectful conversations they absolutely turn around yeah because they're not just trying to it's not just a clickbait or this that or the other but vice versa we understand comprehensively why those people have that perspective because there are dickheads in our profession and there are companies that have gone under and there are Mm. compensation plans that are shit 100 percent we then just don't write off whole industries because of a few bad eggs and that's where I want to fundamentally change the positioning essentially or the branding of network marketing so people are proud to be network market I am you know this I'm so proud to be a network marketer in fact I always say I'm a life enthusiast first I'm a network marketer second yeah and then I'm an entrepreneur third with the other business I've created and there'll be more as well so I am and this is what I, this actually is what I wanted to talk about. We were like, where can we go with this? But it's to say that I couldn't live, we couldn't live the life that we live today if not for network marketing. Yeah. So even launching Self Love School, and I talk about this in the first Self Love School episode, but I had the time to create that. I had the freedom to create that. I had the thousands of dollars to create that because of network marketing. So I always say today, like any woman that wants to sit down and ask me about freedom, income, you know, side hustles, anything, still to this day, I'm like, it's network marketing or bust to me. Yeah, well, that's it. And you show me something that's got a, that's got, you know, a few hundred dollar a month overhead with mm-hmm. unlimited upside, mm-hmm. right? And you show me something like where everybody makes amazing money, and I'll go do that. Mm-hmm. That's the, and we've looked. And, and, we and continually look. The fact is, if you're it's okay to be closed off to network marketing, right? If it's not for you, it's not for you. That's cool. But if you're closed off to it just because it's network marketing, then what other opportunities are you closed off to that are, you, that are preventing you, right, from your, your preconceived notions about what something is? What is that actually costing you? Because maybe it's not network marketing, but if you're closed off to just opportunity in general, mm. well, then there's a, there's a cost to that, right? And it may, be, it, may, it, may be, it may not be that you miss out on something great in network marketing. It may be that you miss out on something great somewhere else along the line, mm. some other opportunity that comes your way and you go, oh, that's that. 
I know what that is. And that's the, one of the most dangerous and most costly mindsets you can have. What I would encourage and what I would do, like to think I would do differently <laughs> when I was first shown is just be open-minded enough to try and understand it. Which Not you, only that, you and, became. And, and, you yeah, did. yeah, yeah. But looking at the people who actually do it well and do it successfully and then going, well, what's the difference between them and the ones that mm. struggle and, and, you know, flail around and kind of, you know, are awkward and clunky and why are they that way and why are these people over here doing it so well? And it's not anything to do with when they got in or mm-hmm. their positioning or anything like that. And I think if you take the time to learn and understand why that is, you will probably be in a better position to understand it. And I think when you look at definitely at the people that do it really well, there's some key things that separate them. And it's, it's consistency, it's branding, it's marketing, it's messaging, it's um, their energy, how they show up, their passion, all those sorts of things. But consistency, I think, above everything else is, is, is the main one. I think those people know they already have that entrepreneurial spirit within them and they know that it's going to take some time. To yes. really just hammer out the kinks and get better at it, because that's in any business you do. That's the first two or three years. If it's a brand new business, you you you're sucking shit for the first two years at least. Mm-hmm. While you learn your systems, while you learn your market, while you learn how to craft and promote your product, and all those sorts of things. Say the I remember. So Morgzy came around. There was a few pivotal moments. I'll mm. just say one though, and then you tell the story better. But. I dragged you to that event, mm. Michael Klaus, the a gentleman of the profession. Yeah, he's a lovely guy. He's phenomenal. Uh, and, go, I mean, look him up. Go watch some of his things yeah. about network marketing. But gentleman of the profession and he spoke about time and money. Mm. And he did this seesaw thing and yeah, you, so you the, really got it then it, and you were like, oh, wow. So what's I, that? I get it. So, and, uh, you know, in life, especially I think when you're younger, you are in the pursuit of money really, Right. But ultimately, what do you want to do with that money? You want to be able to enjoy your time with it. Now, when traditionally when you work a job and in, in a lot of businesses too, is that there's this seesaw effect. If you want more time, right, you've got to sacrifice how much money you earn because when you're not working, you ain't earning, right? If you want to have more money, then you've got to work more, right? So you have less time. So again, this is visual. So it's like a seesaw, right? It's like if this is, if this is uh, money, then time's down, right? And if this is... Uh, if you want more time, then, then money's down. I keep, I know the mic's picking me up. I can see it's okay. fine. <laughs> um, so the funny thing is, and even like the business, there are some businesses that are similar to this as well, but typically speaking, when you start network marketing, you're, you're, you're poor on both, right? You have no yeah. time, no you have money. no money. Picture uh, Superman flying with his arms by him, himself, right? Yeah. Uh, as time progresses though, and as your skills develop and as your income increases. And as your work ethic too. Yeah, definitely. Like, I think as those things uh, improve and increase, so does your time freedom. And there's not a lot of things out there um, that can create that sort of success, right? But those sorts of things, there's a cost to that, right? That just sounds too good to be true, right? The truth is that you've got to make some sacrifices. And in the beginning, it's you're not earning much and you're poor on time. Mm-hmm. Especially but because you're building it in the pockets of your time. Exactly. And you should never, this is something else we This want is to something say. that freaks me out, right? Yeah, never ever leave your job. The people that earn $200 in <laughs> network marketing, like, I'm quitting my job. I'm like, fuck no, don't quit your job. Stay <laughs> in like, your no, job, build it no in the pockets of your yeah. time. Yeah, right. So that's so, yeah, so time and, and income. And as you build, like yeah. I built an incredible income quickly at night well, and quickly, but yeah. I worked yeah. my ass off because mm. I always say choose your hard. Hard work for me, like I always say, 
you have to work hard, but it's not hard work. Network marketing, yes, you've got to work hard, but it's not hard work. Hard sure. work for me is not having money in the bank. Hmm. Hard work for me is not being able to have freedom to, you know, go choose when I want to take some holidays. Hard work is, you know, being drowning in credit card debt and, you know, ending a marriage because that's hard work. Hard work is looking at my kids thinking, fuck, how am I going to feed you this week? That's hard work. Not sitting at my desk, making some calls, asking some questions, you know, looking women in the eye and saying, what's the vision for your future and and what is it going to look like and what's, how can I help you? Okay. Eat some freaking phenomenal products, put the work in and I am with you the whole way. That's not hard work to me. Exactly. That's, purpose-filled work. I think sometimes people have a, a, a notion that if they join a network marketing company or they use a – like just they use a product that you're somehow going to get suckered or you're going to get ripped off, right? And the truth of the matter is that, you know, if you go to a restaurant and you don't like the meal, like you're like, oh, that was really shit. You don't like – you don't go, oh, my God. Like, do you know what I mean? I can't <laughs> my go, life I is can't ending. go I can't show my face. Yeah. It's over, right? Yeah. It's just if, if that – you're not a sucker – just for consuming a product. Yeah. That's what people need to understand as well. Maybe the business isn't for you, but if you like the product, then have at it, right? Exactly. And that's another thing, like 100% for, for so many people. And and you'll hear their stories, go and listen. Like it's a little bit different because there's four of us. It's mm. brilliant though. And again, they tell their stories and they're just so varied and different. But three out of four of those women started fundamentally for the product yeah. and, and looked me in the eye and said, do not talk to me about the business. I said that. And it's such a, by the way, that is such an assumption. I'm like pointing at the camera. I don't talk Point about, I don't talk <laughs> about the business when I talk about my company because it's not about that first and foremost. I don't want you to open your goddamn mouth about it until you've actually put the product in your body and you have your own authentic story to tell. Yeah. So so many women, I think, because I am the business when it comes to network marketing and I'm so proud of the business and I have done well with the business, they think, and this can this is a general conception or misconception, I should say, across the industry for so many, is that I don't want to contact her or I don't want to like do it, but I really am interested in the product because I just, I don't want to, I don't want the business. Yeah. Guys, that's 95 plus percent of people that start. Mm. So don't put the profession or don't remove yourself from the opportunity to potentially have a life-changing product result from any company product because you're scared of that network marketing aspect. That's madness to me. And it can absolutely just be as well a product experience for you because I, and this is where I'm so big on this as well. I genuinely believe that some of the best products are linked to network marketing companies because they have higher profitability and like it needs to freaking work because the marketing is word of mouth. So it has to be a visceral, visible, emotional, physical transformation of some kind. Mm -hmm. That's why consumable is very important. We will do that podcast. Um, But I think like for – for lots of products like makeup or oils or um, smoothies for us and cleansing and performance range, it is the best on the market, some of the best on the market. And so many people withhold themselves from that product because they just don't want the business. You can have the product and not the business. Let it be known. Please let it be known. So, yeah, we can wrap it up there, but I just 
I just want to change the face and the name of network marketing that it can be done sophisticated. It is a beautiful profession. It is a generous profession. It is an ethical profession. It is the highest paid profession in the world. $200 million is going out daily to its customers. They're us. And you can be a part of that or not. Yeah. Or not. You said as well, you were like, you know, it's, it, is, it doesn't have to be for everyone as well. Yeah. It's not. It, yeah. It's not. It's for a lot of people. But it's, it, it can be for everybody if they're willing to do what's necessary. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, just a lot of people aren't. Mm-hmm. And that's just, that's okay. Um, but that's just how it is. Yeah. But anyway, I think uh, we're coming up on, on 45 minutes. So I think we'll end it there. Um, we will definitely at one point do the what to look for in a network marketing company. Um, I think that's really valuable for a lot of people to learn that and understand We just it, want to break it up. We also never want to talk about it I all don't want the to time. Well, so we've got another one coming that's about network marketing. Yeah. So. Well, this week is the week in network marketing, okay? Uh-huh. Let, it, let it just be one week. All right. All right, we're going to wrap it up there, guys. Thanks for listening. We'll be back soon. Thanks so much for listening. And as always, we both hope you got something out of it that you can use to challenge your own status quo. And if you liked what you heard, it would mean so much to us if you shared this episode on your socials to help us get our podcast out in the world. Don't forget to tag us as well so we can thank you personally. And if you're loving the conversations, leaving a review on iTunes, simply by going to the podcast, scrolling down and clicking leave review will help even more people find us too. And we would be so grateful. And until the next episode, we will always be cheering on your success.